I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I am so excited to have my next guest here. We have Helena Kalin, who is the founder and CEO of Mind. And if you have not heard about Mind, you need to definitely, definitely listen to this show and uh, learn more about this incredible, incredible brand. So as I mentioned, Helena is the founder and CEO of the lingerie brand. I'll give you a little hint on that one. And she launched this brand with one consumer in mind, the D plus cup size woman. And I want to acknowledge that there are many D plus cup size women out there. So for maybe any men listening, yes, it's possible. It doesn't mean that you are a massive, massive uh, chest size, not to embarrass anyone who's listening, but it's definitely a large percentage of women. So as a seasoned lingerie executive, she had worked with some of the most recognizable, iconic lingerie brands in the industry, but she saw a hole in the selection of products that she knew she could fill. So Mind, the digitally native D2C company, creates technically advanced, size-inclusive performance sports bras, everyday bras, and intimate apparel. And I'm excited to hear more about Helena's journey and more about the brand Mind and all of that. So welcome, Helena. How are you? I'm good, Kara. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to to talk to you and learn from you and just be here with you. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, I'm really, really excited. And the product is so great. And I should also mention that you are not just uh, for D plus cup size. So pretty much anybody uh, can mm-hmm. wear your product, but you really saw this hole, as I mentioned, uh, in the market for people who are really focused on on that or really supplying incredible product for people who really need product to fit them who are that size, I should say. So can you give a little bit about the brand story first or what is Mind, I should say, first? Well, Mind Mind for me is like really, you know, it's a love letter to women who are D plus cup and higher. And I, and I really appreciate the fact that you acknowledge that it's not just... Um, a plus size consumer, you know, there are women who are a size zero who could be in T plus or higher. And I think society, we, you know, have a perception of what that looks like. And so we support women who are, uh, you know, address size zero all the way up to a size 22. And the whole premise of mind is why, why I started the company was I was a frustrated consumer. I actually thought I was a 34 B up until I was 29 years old. And learned that I was like a double D and was shocked. I always say I was in denial. Like I was like, there's no way I'm a D. Like there's no way. Um, And I was, and I was, and from that moment that I learned that I was, there was just not any offering in stores. I walked through Herald Square. 
at Victoria's Secret, who I was working for at the time. And I'm like, hang on one second. I've been wearing uncomfortable bras, like fitting myself into a B cup. And I just was on a mission to create something that thought about the D plus customer first, but we do support women who are B all the way up to an H cup and just um, saw a huge opportunity in, in the market to support women who have struggled like me. Definitely. I mean, it's it's definitely, it's so frustrating when you're uh, a certain size too, and you like maybe the patterns and the colors and the style, but then they don't have your size. And I can only imagine uh, if you're actually working with some of these companies and you're still not seeing that they're actually creating what you want. So, so how did you come up with the idea then? I mean, you knew that there was this need, but you did a lot to actually create a product that um, is mined today. So how did you come up with this product? So I, I am so grateful for all of the experiences I've had throughout my career. So I, I, when I started with Victoria's Secret, it was for a newly formed R&D research and development group that was focused on being best of bras. And apart from going out and bra shopping, I didn't know anything about materials, construction, nothing. So I took those three years and had this you know, this team of material scientists and fit technicians. And we literally traveled the world. And I grew up in factories, like watching how bras are made, innovating with like, you know, future innovators of bonding techniques and all of this crazy stuff that I was like, my world was like, you know, blown that there was just so much technology that goes behind a bra. And how often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years, helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long-term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. 
For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is The Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, The Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. And, um, and so from that point on, I was like, okay, let's be really curious about how can we take this material and introduce it in this new way? And when I was at Calvin Klein, it really sparked the idea first because what you had just said, you know, I'm seeing all these beautiful lacy triangle bras that I'm like, I would die to wear those. And I remember my designers saying, Helena, like the most fabulous French designers, like who knew everything about French laces and just incredible. They'd be like, Helena, it is impossible. We cannot make a bra, like a lace bra for, for D plus. And I was just like, there has to be a way. And wires for me are always really, really uncomfortable. And, um, I had just started wearing sports bras for like everyday wear because I just couldn't comfortably get into anything. And so 
over the course of the 15 years, I would just like take things that I would see on these trips and kind of put them in my toolkit. And when it came time, when I had my aha moment, it was like, if I take this and this and put it together, I think I could really come up with like my dream bra. And that's what I did. And I just started prototyping and and a couple of years later, here we go. <laughs> That's amazing. So you started the company with this idea and in, in 2018, right? Is that when you officially uh, established your first product? Um, and so finding kind of the 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 right fit um, for a bra was really sort of the the beginnings, but you've obviously expanded since then into many other products, and yeah. you have underwear, all different varieties as well that are just so super super nice. So, did you know that you were going to become an entrepreneur? I mean, was that always the plan, or like where did this come from? I think in my, like in my heart, like ever since I was a kid, I was just like, I want to run my own business. Like I was, you know, I I had a paper route, you know, it's like those typical stories. Like when I was 12 years old, I had like a 30, you know, house paper route that eventually grew to like 250. And I hired my brother and sister to help like support, like, you know, this growing paper route empire. (laughs) It's like when I was in Canada Um, and just worked, like I just had a really strong work ethic and I just always wanted to start something of my own. And so this was like one of the, it was like the angel and the devil on the, on your shoulders. It's like, okay, I just, I need to do this. And the idea wouldn't go away. And for years and years and years, and I'm just like, okay, I have to quiet the noise and really go after this. Like I'll, I don't want to be 80 years old and look back and say, okay, I didn't try, you know? So no, I think that's, that's so, so key. But it's also scary, I mean, to go and launch a company like, you know, as you and I were briefly <laughs> touching on. I mean, it's just, you know, there's so many elements of starting a company that you just don't even think about. You just want to create a great bra, right, initially. And then everyone wants you to create more than a bra. And then you actually have to pay for inventory up front and, you know, all these little things. And as you and I were discussing Steve, the yeah. Steve Jobs line, and you have to buy a coffee maker, and like there's all these things that you have to do. So, I, I mean, is it everything you thought it was going to be, or are there lots of little details that you have to figure out? I mean, there's a lot of details you have to figure out. I mean, the fulfillment side is everything that I w- hoped it would be. Right? You know, the the stories from customers when they email me and they're just the that they have found something that they've been searching for their whole life or that's brought them a level of comfort and confidence that they never expected. Like that, those stories, like those are the things that keep me going every single day. And yeah, you know, we had a flood in the office yeah, a few weeks ago with all the rain in California. And I'm like, okay, uh, who do I call? Or, uh, you know, just like, yeah, buying the coffee pods. Like we only have decaf left and you know, you can't run, you you can't run on decaf. Like there's just little things that, um, that show up on a daily basis that you don't predict. And, and you just gotta, you're always wearing a million different hats and you just gotta, just gotta navigate, go with the flow every day. Yeah, definitely. Well, and also when you're creating your own brand and company, I mean, you've worked for larger brands, but you weren't picking and packing, you didn't probably get all the customer emails that came in. Maybe once in a while you did, but you were not seeing um, 
you know, the one-on-one interactions and the things that we're really needing in order to pick and pack a box, um, oh. et cetera. So, you know, yeah. it's definitely, it's, it's a whole new world out there for sure. So you led various broad developments at Calvin Klein, Under, Under Armour, Uniqlo, uh, Lululemon uh, before launching Mind in 2018. What's been like the biggest frustration that you feel like, if I could just do this, like I'd be able to scale um, that much more? I think it's, you know, I mean, it's what we were talking about too, you know, fundraising and mm-hmm. you have this, this proof of, you know, the proof of concept and you have this like voracious, you know, loyal customer. And, um, and I think we're operating in a market right now that is just, you know, it's, it's variable and, you know, and it's it, a little bit risk averse and, you know, where things going to go. And, um, and so fundraising is, is always, it's a full-time job for a founder. And I didn't realize how much of a full-time job it would be, you know, and I love creating new things. And so taking that on is like, Oh gosh, I wish it was, I wish it were easier. Yeah. Can I outsource that? No, you got it. You got to do it yourself. Um, so that piece of it is, is, Oh gosh, it is an everyday. Yeah. Well, and especially when you're just getting into stores and you're a first time founder, right? I mean, you've, it, it kind of, you know, you've done a lot of incredible things, but it's, it's almost like you go back to square one when you're a founder too, right? It's like, you know, being able to scale from zero. Um, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter that you worked for billion dollar brands, right? It's, it's like you've got to actually learn how to start way down there um, in order to to do that with almost no money, right? And working all the time. So yeah, I get it. It's it's really super challenging. But so the mind bra is designed with a netting structure that grows and contracts as a woman's body does while providing support and fit, of course, uh, wonderfully. It has to, otherwise... Um, it's a it's a no go. You have a patent pending design, which is so cool, um, based on seven zones of support. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Like, what what are the seven zones of support? I've never heard that before. No, totally. So the bra behind me. Um, so this is like our iconic, like tried and true. You know, not a sexy name. We just call it the mid V bra, but the the, inter- the internal lace of the cup is what is the secret sauce. And I really wanted to, you know, bring elements of beauty and comfort together. So they've never, you know, lace is traditionally something that's really scratchy, um, like can be, can hurt your skin. And, and a lot of people are very sensitive. And so it was like, how can we take lace and um, modernize it in a way that is beautiful, but also functional? And so our patent pending technology is this integration between this lace zone of the cup and the seven zones are various um, zones that create support structure and like compression in in all the places that you need that take away the need for a wire. So there are seven zones underneath the bust and on the side. So you get some compression on the side, support under the bust, and it kind of gives the bra a feeling like almost like a supernatural feeling like it it's not a push-up bra, so it's not going to, you know, lift it up to your chin, but you can like, you know, comfortably just live in this bra, fall asleep in it. I, I have emails from customers that are like, oh my God, I've been wearing the bra for 
for two days, I like fell asleep in it and I had to start my, my 12 hour shift. So I just, you know, got changed or whatever. And, um, but the, but the technology is really in this, the, the, between the lace zone and the, the support zones underneath the cup that just, it's like magic. That's that's super, super great. And, and you don't just do bras either. So you have incredible uh, uh, underwear, uh, undergarments or whatever they're, whatever the official name is, bikinis, briefs, whatever, um, in all different um, amazing styles. So how did you come up with these different styles? So I think just, you know, looking at what's out in the marketplace, you know, what do I want to do? Or what do I want to wear? Um, I constantly do focus groups. So I tap into friends and family and friends of friends and connect with groups of people. And, and before I officially launched the product out to the market, I did 10 focus groups across the United States, bringing women together to talk about their frustrations. What would they want to wear? How, like, how did they want their underwear to feel or their bra to feel? And so kept it really democratic, you know, a great thong and a great, you know, brief. And then we, you know, get those right and get the materials right. And, um, cause I believe like for me, when I find something I love, I want it, I want to go back and I want to order every single color, you know, and, totally. and I get so frustrated when, when brands are just like, okay, like a once and done. And then the next year you come back, you're like, but I loved it. It was so comfortable. It was the best. And so wanted to create something that was core to the assortment, really comfortable, really focus on the best yarns and knit construction. So, um, we launched with a, a thong and a brief and then extended it into, you know, creating functional underwear. So like smoothing briefs and thongs, um, which you can find on Victoria's Secret. And then also body suits because I live in a bodysuit all, all year round, like under my sweaters and, and having something that supports, I'm a G cup, something that I don't have to wear a bra with that just is comfortable. You can put it on, forget about it. Uh, so and then our next foray is into uh, we're we're launching swimwear in a few weeks. So, oh, that's so, amazing! So it's you know just little baby steps, but our our core assortment is always you know hyper focused on getting the best bra to that woman. That's that's super super great. So, what do you think is the hottest trends right now? If you had to uh, oh, talk about you know, the, I, it probably varies by demographic though too, right? I mean, you have a core kind of customer that you're seeing that's coming into your site now versus like, I would think Victoria's Secret is younger than Lululemon. Yeah, totally. yeah very, very yeah. different. But I, I'm curious what you would say to that in terms of kind of what are the trends that are out there right now? Gosh, you know, we're, I, I love fashion. So I, I, you know, I'm like, I was looking at the runway. One of the things that we were noticing, you know, my, the person, uh, the woman who helps with social, you know, we're seeing a lot of, you know, women just being so confident. So, you know, freeing the nipple as you, as you would say, and just not, not being so concerned about having so much padding in their bra. So one of the things that I love is like, you know, they're not worried about nipple concealment. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) on an air, but just like a level of confidence that this woman has where she's just like, I don't need to have all this padding with my bra. I want to, you know, feel just comfortable in myself. And so we're seeing that as a really positive trend. Um, I think size inclusive, size inclusivity continues to be like a predominant conversation, which I'm so happy that our brand supports that. 
um, that we are a place that women who, if you are a size 18 to 22, you can come to our site and find something that will fit and is comfortable for you. Um, and then communicating the size inclusivity as a spectrum between, mm-hmm. you know, from a, you know, it's double zero all the way up to, you know, 22 and beyond. So, um, so I think those are some of the, the great, the great trends that are go- that are happening. And I'm just happy to see that women and the world is getting back out again. So yeah, no, you know, totally getting dressed up and having, you know, a little peekaboo lace underneath your, your top. And so, yeah, what, those are some it, of them. is color a big oh thing? My gosh. Yeah. Color, color is massive. So we have a color coming out, um, called spritz. So I love a good Aperol spritz. Our bras are actually manufactured. We make our bras in Italy and that's where the technology is from. So, um, my first trip to the factory back in, you know, 2018, I was like, I need to make a bra this color. So we actually have a color that is very reminiscent of an Aperol spritz coming out, but, um, which I'm excited about in a couple of weeks. Color is, I love love it. That's so, that's so great. So what's the one thing that's really surprised you since starting mind? Um, how, you know, I, the thing that's really surprised me is, is our customers truly like how loyal this woman is and how much love she and support she wants to give back to, to me as like the founder of this company and the person who invented this technology, like just the gratitude that they express. Like I didn't expect it. And I know I talked about, about it a little bit before, but um, you know, it's more than just a transaction. Right. And so it's like, it's, it's, it's like we, we have, you know, we've found a pocket of, of, of customers and it's like, okay, how can we scale that? How can we create this community of women who can support each other, you know, by having a product that just makes them feel good. Like that has just, blown my mind and something that, you know, I was hopeful for, but I never put on a, a deck on a slide. It's just something that's come back to me that I'm just so, so on a daily basis, just like, oh gosh, wow. It helps like fuel the purpose of why we're doing it. Right. So. Have you met a lot of other entrepreneurs that are first time entrepreneurs out there? Yeah, I, I, I have actually one of the cool things, you know, there's so many great, like founders networks out there and LinkedIn is, you know, one of the best, but in Los Angeles, the decision to move down here was a lot of it based on, you know, creating a community of entrepreneurs and, you know, people that you can like lean on and rely on. And it's a lonely road some days, totally (laughs) most most days. And so, um, so there's a couple of first time founders that we have like a really, you know, tight network with and, a woman that I met last year on a panel, she's out in Austin, Texas. And so she's like my daily call. I'm like, okay, I could just, just, can you tell me if I'm thinking about this right? And some of those just like back and forth, like conversations are so, so good. So That's valuable. Awesome. They, yeah, no, it's so valuable. And I think it's, it's, uh, you know, you don't even realize how many questions you have along the way as you start talking to the and meeting these founders, and it really doesn't even matter what industry they're in because sometimes um, they can be helpful, sometimes they can't. But just hearing their stories, I think, yeah. is something that I've just found along the way. Or just they're going through their own things that seem messy, and and uh, I I've been able to you know get a lot of energy, if nothing else, out of kind of their experiences and the way that they're able to get through those things too. 
well, it's so cool, you know, meeting you and like entrepreneurs who make a, you know, a physical product or a consumable product. You know, there's a lot of technology founders and, and, you know, for me, it's, it's a little harder to relate to. So, cause I'm like, okay, well, what is the product? And, and I love like touching and feeling something or consuming something that, that can, you know, change someone's life. And so that, those are the, the, the founders that I feel like I gravitate most to is like, yeah. okay, they out into the world. It's like, you put your baby out there and, and see how people respond to it. So it's cool to see, you know, some, a founder like you create something that it's like, oh my God, of course, like no brainer. And, um, and just be, I'm just so inspired by it. Thank you. Well, that's really nice. And I feel the same way. So meeting founders and it's, uh, I know how hard it is and uh, it's inspiring still to me to meet people the, who are doing it and, cr- and are creating and disrupting and all of those things. So uh, when, how did you get the word out about Mind? Um, so I, I think my experience really helped <laughs> it, from my, a background standpoint, you know, I'm, I'm, one of those founders, I founded my company at 44. Um, and so I had this like long tenured career and being able to call up, you know, women's wear daily and just be like, Oh, Hey, you know, I'm launching this company. Here's my background. And, um, so that's been really helpful and just leaning into those networks. So women's wear daily actually did a feature on us when we, when we did formally launch it, which was incredible. And then, um, a writer at Forbes picked that up. And so it's been, it's always, you know, it's like this one opens up this door that opens up this door and maybe that door closes when another one opens. And, um, that's and that's so great. We, um, we also, COVID was good to us. We, I, I was terrified, uh, because we didn't know what would happen, but we had a very like focused, attentive audience that was shopping online. Um, and we just started putting ads out. So that really kind of elevated and got the word out to a lot of women too. So so ads, like what kind of ads were you doing? Um, like Instagram or Facebook and just getting on, you know, getting onto like our, our Facebook platform. And, um, and so we put, you know, a few paid ads out there and, and to see what they would do. And, um, but press has been the best, like organic press is always, it's, it's been the best thing for us. That's great. That's no, yeah. I, I love hearing that. So being an entrepreneur is definitely not for the faint of heart and uh, probably one of the more challenging jobs out there. Um, it, lots of no's uh, along the way and uh, you have to just get back up and figure out a way. And if somebody says no, what can you do um, instead, I think is a common theme amongst founders in any category. Have there any? Have there been any stories along the way where you feel like, okay, I'm down. There's, there's no getting back up, but I've got to do it. Um, and, uh, you figured out a way to, uh, not stay complacent and keep moving. I think, oh gosh. I mean, there, there, there've definitely been moments where you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm always the person who it's like, okay, I'm going to live in possibility. And, you know, I work for Lululemon founded by Chip Wilson. And there's just this, you know, the idea of like living in the possibilities of what something can become is, you know, where I always want to be grounded in. And, and then sometimes reality has a different way of like navigating. <laughs> and so 
I listened to like a Mel Robbins podcast um, or kind of early days. And I'm like this five, four, three, two, like get up. You just yeah. got to keep going. And, um, but that's where you just like leaning into the network. It, it's, you got to just lean into your network or your close confidant, you know, whether it's friends or family to like shake you out of something to remind you of why you're doing it. Um, Cause it's it, the, the hardest moments that I've had is like, okay, it has nothing to do with customer. It has nothing to do with logistics. It has nothing to do with this. It's like, okay, everything like this too shall pass. Like we'll figure yeah. it out. No. So, and I think you definitely have to have that attitude. Have there been any, like, especially fit is such an important um, yes. component. Have you had anything? Uh, we've had a number of founders who have been on, uh, who have talked about, you know, the early days of, you know, they ran the wrong color or um, one of my favorites was Brittany from Malibu Milk where it, she didn't realize that uh, it would actually taste different after you had it sitting for a while. So she threw out, you know, her yeah. entire, like, all she kept thinking is, I just threw out an entire batch of product that was actually good. Um and it could have been a down payment on my house. Like, what in the world was I doing? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, and, you know, and she's like, but you live and learn, you know, exactly. I, have there been anything like that along the way that you're just like, oh, what happened? Um, yeah, we so I design and develop all of our products. Um, and we I designed and created a, a new bra um, that we were going to launch in December actually. And when I was going back and forth with the factory and, you know, a bra, you have like a couple millimeters can really change or impact a fit. And it's a brand new style. And, um, I wanted to test the size curve. So thank God I didn't place like 10,000 pieces of it, but still it was one of those moments where there was a miscommunication between myself and the factory. And I could trace back in time to sitting on my bed with COVID last July. And I, like said something in a text met or in an email that like just got misconstrued. And so when we got the inventory in, in, in November, I'm looking at it and I'm like, this, this was our second prototype, like a year and a half ago, not. And so, yeah, that inventory gone. Gets, oh, gets donated. And so th that was one of those, but it's like, okay, I should have been getting rest. I had COVID. I needed to take time to just, you know, and that, and that was a reminder to myself that you can't keep running hard mm -hmm. 24 seven. You really, your body's telling you, you need to rest and you need to rest your mind. And so that has been like a big, you know, a big lesson for me. Yeah. Well, it's hard. It's like, okay. Oh no. And exactly. And you won't make that mistake again. Right. Oh, and I mean, you'll, I won't make that mistake again. And, someone said to me like, well, you can still put it out. Like what happened? Like someone will, they don't love it. They'll just return it. And I just, I, for me, I'm like integrity is everything. Like we, we put out a premium product. There's trust associated with it. Yes. It might work for a small population of women, but that's not who we are. So, so it's like, okay, it's hard pill to swallow. Absolutely. How, how big is the market by the way, for D plus uh, women? So it is sixty-six percent of women in the United States are actually a D plus cup or higher, Amazing. and they just don't know. 
And so for, you know, I go back to my 29 year old self starting in this new research and development department at Victoria's Secret thinking, of course, no, I'm, I'm a 34B. I hadn't fit my, I haven't been fit since I was like 16. Um, and there's a lot of women who just don't realize and they've, you get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So, you know, a lot of women who I've talked to, they're just like, I've just been wearing this size my entire life. And, and yeah, it's uncomfortable, but I don't think anything differently. So, um, so yeah, 66% of women in the United States are actually D plus or higher. And the starting size is, um, it went from a 34 B to a 36 D is the, you know, the median average. And I think that's just as a result of more women being educated on how to, you know, self fit at home or, um, or going into stores and getting fitted. So, but it's a, it's a $36 billion market opportunity in globally. So it's, it's pretty massive. Amazing. So last question. So we all receive advice along the way. Some of it's good. Some of it is not good for sure. And you have to sort through, uh, you know, what is going to work for you. Um, and uh, as as I have always said, experience is not necessarily um the best advice because they may not be operators, right? They may have years of experience and, you know, they've yeah. invested in companies or they've, you know, been a very high level executive. And, and, and that is not necessarily the people that are going to give you the right advice or the, or the wrong advice. But I'd love to hear from you. What was the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Oh gosh. I w- I'm going to have to say for my dad. So my dad was a builder in the 19, in the late seventies and and into the eighties and, um, high interest rates forced him to like, you know, close down his business. And what he said to me early days, especially as I started, you know, fundraising and, and talking to, to different people. And this is a Maya Angelou quote about my dad sat me down and cause, and my personality is like, I, you know, I'm a giver and I'm a pleaser. And he said, don't forget Helena. Like when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Very, uh, very true. I, uh, I love that quote too. And I wholeheartedly believe that that is, it is, is the case. So, well, thank you so much. And we'll have all the info in the show notes on how everybody can get a hold of mind products. And you are doing such an amazing, amazing job. I wish you all the best. And I can't wait for your new products to come out too and all the exciting stuff that's going on uh, with with you and with Mind overall. So thank you again for coming on and sharing your story and your lessons. And thanks everybody for listening. So goodbye for now. Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey, including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks everyone for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023 and goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, 
But achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening.